Yeah, hello, and welcome to episode 61 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with some of the funniest people from the internet. This week's friend of the episode currently holds a record for most appearances on Friends of the Show, as this is her third appearance. She's truly one of my favorites to talk to. Always great talking to Mason at Mason Decree on Twitter. Now, if you haven't listened to her previous episodes, there's still time. And this time around, we get into self-care routines, talk about the ups and downs of relationships with cats, and she answers so many great questions sent in by some all-star Friends of the Show question askers. You're not going to want to miss this one. Friends of the Show, episode 61, with Mason Decree. She's 12 years old and she's happy. Oh, wow. Uh, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I think I have that too loud. Okay. <laughs> no, that was nice. I liked it. Yeah, I know you're into hip hop. Oh, wow. That's putting me in a better mood. That's nice to hear. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, how's your uh, how's your hip hop research going? <laughs> I know you're doing a deep dive into that book. Yeah, um, yeah. The rap year was by Shay Serrano. I finished it, and he listed like probably ten other books that he referenced in writing it, and I wrote them all down. And yeah, my that's the next list. Read list is gross. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. All right. Well, you sound great, and I think we're ready to do the pod, so I'll just play the theme. Yay! Podcast. What? Podcast. Oh, yeah! (laughs) That's a podcast intro. (laughs) So this week's friend uh, needs no introduction. He's been a friend of the show and was so great to help me with the year-end best of episodes and is such a lovely person and I'm very lucky to have her on the podcast again. It's friggin' Mason at Mason Dickery. It's me. You're back again. <laughs> yeah, I hope y'all aren't bored of me. No, you can never get bored of you. You're the best. All right. <laughs> so what you been up to since the last time we potted in the heady you know? days of 2018? Like a little bit of living, a little bit of dying. <laughs> dying a little every day, but also I guess yeah. living. But living, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little maybe like a little more dying recently than living. Mm. But you know, we do our best. It's a balancing act for sure. Sometimes yeah. it's sixty forty one way, and sometimes it's the other way. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, what are you loving in your life right now? What are your What are your top things? Oh, that's a good question. Um. I guess um, I'll sh- I'll share the unofficial news. The thing that I am loving the most right now is that I found out today that my um, at my job my transfer to San Diego just got approved. Woo! That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Moving to San Diego. Hell yeah! Beautiful city. Yeah, I love it. I went a year ago, and I've been thinking about it nonstop since. I mean, yeah, it get, it's a, it's pretty nice. Um, I lived in Palm Springs and was able to get out there one time, and I'm like, well, that's very fancy. It is like the OC. <laughs> I have no idea where that is as a South Carolinian. 
Is that close to San Diego? Oh, uh, not really. It's sort of like in the desert, in the high desert. Uh, Ooh. Of, about uh, two hours from L.A., so inland. That sounds fun, though. I went yeah. to L.A. too, and it was like, I I feel like we talked around then when I went, and it was like my big, like, do yes. I want to live at either of these places trip, and mm-hmm. I went to L.A. and San Diego, and... I was like, mm, not L.A., not for me, because I'm already, like, a super anxious person, and I feel like it was just, like, really, like, big and, like, dirty and expensive and anxiety-inducing. Oh, so. yeah, definitely overwhelming, L.A. Yeah, lots of lots of stimulation going on that I'm just not equipped for. Yeah, and it's so big, right? Sprawling. You're like, am I still in L.A.? Or yeah. Is this a different place? No, it's still L.A., yeah. They're not kidding about the traffic either. Holy shit. Like 30 minutes to go three miles. I mean, that's that should be illegal. I mean, it should be, right? What are you, what are we doing over there? I guess it's just, it's just congestion LA. and I, I know, like I, it's just bad, right? Make it illegal. But there's nowhere, no way else to get around. What are you going to do? Everything's so far <laughs> away. LA, you really screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Go somewhere else. We don't want you here. Yeah, peace, L.A. So San Diego, that's very exciting. So uh, yeah. that's uh, that's great. You're gonna take up surfing, obviously, and oh my god, <laughs> completely no. change your life. The, no, I, absolutely not. Like I can't even get up on the board. Like I don't have the upper body strength. So not on my list of things to try. Not on your list of things to try. So what is on your list of things to try? What's next on the list? So the first thing I'm gonna do. I actually do have a list because I'm like very anal retentive. But the first thing I'm going to do when I get back there is there's this vegan fast food place called Plant Power. And I've thought about it literally every day since I've left. Like it's, oh my God, it's it's so good. So I'm going to have that like probably 10 days in a row straight when I get there. And then I'm also going to sign up for pole dancing classes because that's something I've wanted to do for a long time. That'll get your upper body strength up. Yeah, so maybe then I can hop up on a surfboard, but yeah, I'm trying to like make friends and like, you know, build body confidence and shit. Yeah, I think that's a great plan. That'll be fun. Swinging around, then uh, get one installed at your house. People are like, what's up with that? You're like, oh, (laughs) I have a friend or I had a friend who did that. Like she had a pole in her house. And I, I don't know. I feel like I could get down with that. Like, that's a great way to stay in shape. I think it's a great way to stay in shape. I think it's cool, very cool. It's like a, like an art form, <laughs> like the, the, yeah. the dancing of it, the athleticism of it. Um, yeah, people do some pretty, pretty crazy tricks on those those poles. Yeah, and it I doesn't have to be that. in a strip club. It can be a, in a nice place where they do pole dancing or like exactly. a... A different place. Not that strip pubs aren't nice, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. Good, uh, good idea. Yeah. I wonder if I got a pole installed. It could be like a fireman pole, but also a pole for <laughs> dancing. So it just goes from one floor to the other. But if you're on the bottom floor, there's enough space around it. Those are two totally different poles, Stephen. Uh, First of all, a fire fireman's pole is like greased. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just made that up. But I do know that like a stripper's pole or like a pole dancer's pole has to be really dry. Like mm-hmm. I asked my friend, you gotta friend, towel was, like, it down. Do you like oil it or like what's the deal? And she was like, no. Like I was like, you know, a huge dumb bitch for even asking. <laughs> like no. Oh my god, it has to be bone dry. You stupid bitch. Yeah, you gotta 
makes have sense. your skin grip it or whatever, right? Yeah, like if you don't if you don't have like a burn on your skin afterwards, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, we all remember the playground when that would happen. Your like leg would get caught on like the slide and go. <laughs> like, oh, that's what they want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're trying I did to that do. When I was in the first grade, and then I knew that I wanted to be a pole dancer. <laughs> well, that's why they have all those poles around on the playground. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's why. Well, I, I, I don't think that's actually why, but uh, <laughs> let it be known, I was joking. <laughs> all right, so um, what else are you doing in your life? Uh, you got any animal friends you want to give a shout out to? My soulmate and best friend, Minerva Peefert, or as I call her, Minnie, or Min, or Chub Muffin. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Chub Muffin. She's my favorite. I, I spent the weekend with, so my mom just got two new kittens, and they're tiny. And when I came back, because like my, my dad had all these people over at his house, and I was trying to escape from that because I didn't want to be around people because I was real sick. So I spent all weekend with these tiny kittens that could fit in my hands oh. and, like, had, like, baby kitten, like, diarrhea all over the place. Oh, that's so cute. That's adorable. And when I got back here, my cat just looks so much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's the thing that happens. I was like, did she actually grow or is it just because? Yeah, it's just like one of those tricks. Yeah. Like a mind trick. I don't know. Maybe she did. Maybe she ate a bunch while I was gone. Maybe, but maybe it's just sort of like when you look at those optical illusions where it's like these squares are the same size. You're like, but that one looks bigger. Yeah, that's probably true. She also, I also got jealous because she like, she's usually really afraid of people and she only likes me, <laughs> um, but she also hates being alone. So I guess, I guess when I wasn't here, she went and hung out with my dad's guests. And um, I got jealous because, like, when I came back, she smelled like them. Uh oh. You know, and she usually smells like, like, <laughs> like fields of soft wheat. You know, so when I smelled it, I was like, "Oh, have you been hanging out with someone else?" You know, like you could just tell. And I just got, I don't know, like, I felt like this ownership over her. It was just jealousy. Yeah, that's that's yeah, jealousy. But uh, you guys are back together. She's not hanging out with anyone else now. Yeah, I keep her locked in my room now because she can only see me. She's like my prisoner. Well, that's it, a joke. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. Sounds like a healthy, you know, relationship yeah, you guys have. Yeah. No, we all we all love to see uh, the updates that you post um, with uh, with her. So with my cat, really? Because I feel like everyone hates it. I feel right. Like I okay. So yeah, maybe some people that. hate it. Some people. <laughs> are cool with it and some people don't care. I think that's how most things go. But I think other cat people really like it. Oh, I I enjoy it. And, like, I've heard people say that I post about my cat too much. And I've seen, like, so Aubrey on Twitter, Aubrey Casey, she posts about her cat a lot. And I love it. She posts about her cat more than I do. And I love it. Like, as another cat person, exactly. I'm like, yes, I can relate. Like, when, when Minnie was, like, a re- really small kitten, I posted about her all the time. Yeah. I think it's like sort of a, it's like a newer thing, right? Like wanting to post about social media, but it's like, uh, but like during those times when the, they're the cutest, yeah, it, you want to share that with people and people love it. Like I love seeing cute animals on the feed. I don't care whose animals it is, it's freaking cute as hell. 
Thank you. Makes you feel good, right? Like getting a daily dose of cute around all the other bullshit on the TL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some people have, so like, have you seen, um, gosh, what's his name? He has like these crazy, like, Co- I think it's Cody, Cody, Cody Rankin. He has like raccoons and shit. Oh, wow. Which is way wow. cooler than, yeah, anything I have to offer. But he, I don't know what his deal, I've never talked to this person. If he hears this, he's going to be like, I don't know this bitch. But I think maybe he like, I don't know, like fosters animals or something. Because he always has like raccoons and all this crazy shit. Yeah, someone tweeted today about how they just want to follow like farmers and nature sanctuaries now on Twitter. And I saw oh, a video of just like, uh, I guess it was a video from TikTok, but someone reposted on Twitter and it's like a farmer greeting all these animals as they come out of the barn. <laughs> He's like saying good morning to like each of them. They all have names. Uh, and it was, you know, like really wholesome and just like a feel good video. And I think that's the kind of stuff that you're going to get if you follow <laughs> farmers and nature sanctuaries. Wow, I need to do that, like, for my mental health. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Follow everyone and only follow those people. It's like a good, yeah, like, even, I read somewhere that even, like, looking at a picture of nature, like, trees or a forest or something, is good for your brain. Like, your brain's like, oh, that's nature. There's nature. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's crazy. It's like nature porn. It's It's nature porn. Exactly, yeah. Nature juice is flowing. After I read that, I, like, made, (laughs) I, like, got, uh, like, a nature calendar, and it's just, like, beside my monitor at work i'm like there we go we got some nature you okay brain brain you doing okay (laughs) you need to look at some nature it's right there nice good for you yeah you gotta do stuff it's mental health what else are you doing for self self self-care uh because i know that you make uh make a important make that an important focus and i really i disagree but um, no okay (laughs) maybe i'm just putting that on you yeah i maybe (laughs) i I only i've seen you do that something once and i was just like oh she's totally into (laughs) (laughs) self-care improvement yeah um geez i don't know i would not say that i'm like well, I think I'm we not, talked I'm about not a um, for self-care. Well, we talked about like meditation a little bit like a long time ago. Yeah, I need to get back on that. I mm-hmm. think so. I, I think my latest self-care thing is realizing that I'm not doing enough of it to where I'm like, like, I feel like I can figure out stuff on my own pretty well sometimes, like the meditating and like the doing what I need to do. But when I like don't make time for it. Like now, like I'm at that point where I'm realizing I need to go back to therapy. So it's like a set hour a week Mm -hmm. to where like I have to do it and like I have to deal with this stuff because otherwise like I won't meditate. I'll just, you know, go to bed earlier and like, yeah, I'm not doing any self-care. So so, like by the end of the day, I feel it like every single day I have this like just rising level of anxiety in – I feel like I know what to do. I'm just not doing it. So right, I need like the yes. rigid, like <clears throat> thick piece schedule to like make me. Yeah. Something's got to like kick you into gear to get you back on the habit train. Right. Just yeah. the, creating a habit or a ritual or whatever. It's so, I mean, it seems daunting. Apparently you only have to do it like eight times or something to make it kind of stick. Uh, but it's so tough. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'm also like the thing that's hard for me about habits is that I, I, feel like I have too many. Like I have mm, so yeah. many things that I'm trying to juggle that I just can't. I can't That's the other all. problem. Can't focus on and prioritize <laughs> like what, yeah. the, what the key habits uh, should be. And then you just sort of like, oh, it's too much. I'm just not going to do anything. 
Yeah. So that's probably not the answer <laughs> you were looking for. I wasn't I looking for an answer. I was just checking in. I mean, uh, I was I was talking uh, to Morgan about yoga, obviously. And oh, yeah. uh, that's sort of meditative, like a thing that I oh, try definitely. to do a little bit. But you doing anything like that? Doing any- Yes, I am actually. Okay, that's a good point. I'm like only focusing on the bad right now. But I am like I've been getting better at. Um, so I, I bought like a package of t- and yoga classes and I'm doing so I'm injured like I think I was okay you're on the DL I'm still injured I've been going to physical therapy and shit like I just have so many like doctor's appointments but I've been slowly like coming out of my self-loathing pity party and like working out again I'm like very limited in what I can do but I've been doing really like gentle yoga and I have been swimming even though I hate swimming you hate swimming yeah I sincerely hate it what but I've you, been doing it because it's all I can do. Right, yeah, especially, so, uh, yeah, swimming and pool uh, exercise, pool activities is yeah, like really good running. for people who, um, yeah, are rehabilitating um, injuries. Yeah, um, it's what, awful. It's though, like the I lower hate. gravity or something about it. It's like gentle. It's, it's no resistance. It's like resistance. very low resistance. Yeah. Like I was there, I go like every Monday and I was there Monday and I was like about to tweet this because I thought that's funny, but then I was like, no, it's not funny it's just really sad there was a sign that said i was like doing my fucking like oh sorry is there swearing on this uh let me just check with the producer he's saying fuck you oh okay we'll fuck him too (laughs) i saw a sign that said no running and i thought yeah no fucking kidding no running like that's why i'm here and then i like started tearing up a little bit and then i was like (laughs) i should tweet that and i was like no Uh, that's bad (laughs) yeah no yeah that yeah it might be mean also it's not funny at all it's just it's just sad so sorry hmm. for like kill- you're asking me about like positive things and i keep like <laughs> no it's, it uh, it's around to the hey sad. i'm glad that your rehab is going well even though you hate the pool you're still doing it i think that's great yeah, yeah it's, that's something to be proud of i'm also like getting to bed earlier which is oh i have a thing i have a big good thing yes and a shout out so like a month or so ago i was talking to crystal in our girls chat it's like it's me crystal and maddie so that's for the listeners that's at crystal shug and at um what madness and crystal was telling us about her morning routine about how she gets up early enough before work to where she can like lay in bed do some bed stretches sometimes she'll journal or meditate and, and like have coffee and she just like takes her sweet time and i was like damn, I wish I could do that because I'm always late. I'm always rushing and it's like sets me off at a, in like a bad mood for the rest of the day. Yeah. And so she inspired me to push my work schedule back, but wake up at the same time. And so for the last month I've been doing that, like waking up at six 30, I don't have to be at work till like eight 30. And I've just been like sitting in bed and reading and having coffee. And it's so nice. It's like huge for my mental health. That's like probably I can't believe that that's like not the first thing I thought of when you asked. Like that's that's been huge for me. That is huge. And shout out to Crystal for that great uh, inspiration. Yeah, thanks, Boo. I'm seeing her and Maddie in like a month or two. So oh, hell I'll kiss yeah. you on the mouth as a thanks. A Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you guys have to to do when you get when you all tweet up. <laughs> It's We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you have to video it. So, <laughs> um, well, that's great. I want to do that too. I'm. I 
That's like Do always it. been a goal of mine to like wake up earlier and like have a morning and not yeah, just like wake it. up and then shower, get ready, go to work. Um, right. I just don't have to like my commute is an hour. So it really. Oh, is, my God. It's very tough. Right. So if I even if I wake up like an hour early, there's still that hour gap. And Can I, you push your work schedule? Because I, I used to get in at 730 and I told my boss I want to start getting in at 830. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely um, have uh, flexibility with like when I start and finish. So already uh, taking advantage of that. But it's yeah, it's tough to wake up early. That's what I'm trying to get, trying to get up earlier and see what this whole morning thing yeah. is about. Well, you gotta, you definitely have to go to bed on time. Like that's, I was miserable for a long time because I would stay up. I would like be so tired that I would come home immediately nap, wake up at like freaking 10 p.m. and then go back to bed at like one. It was just it was like a horrible cycle. I went through that cycle uh, for a little while. (laughs) Yeah, it's like like when you you wake up from that nap, you're like, oh, crap. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't feel like I mean, you're like post sleep body. Like you don't feel like working out. It's just it's awful. Yeah, you're super groggy. You're not really uh, alert or awake until like 1 p.m. when you, or 1 a.m. when you have to go back to sleep. Right. Yeah, this is way better. This this starts me off in such a calmer mood, you know, and it really does. Like it sounds corny, but like starting your day off in like a just a calmer way than like the frantic like, you oh, I'm going to be late. You know, it, mm-hmm. it does like make a huge or it makes a huge difference for me, at least. No, I, I agree. I think that is true, even though I have rarely experienced it. But the times that I have, it's been good. I'm like, oh, I should just do this all the time. But then the next day it's the morning and I'm like, mm, I could also just sleep in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I've done that, too. That's a good thing, too, about this is like I've overslept. Mm. But now because of this new schedule, me oversleeping is like, I'm not going to be late for work. I'm just not going to get to read, which right. is not a huge, I mean, it sucks, but it's not a huge deal. I'm not going to like actually be late. Oh yeah, that is, that's an extra added benefit for sure. Yeah. It's hmm. awesome. I recommend it to everyone. It's, it's like the best, I think it's like the single best habit change I've made ever. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm really going to try and do it. Uh, I think you may have uh, motivated me again, but we'll see. Join the club. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. I got to get up early. <laughs> All right. Well, Maze. You got about a ton of questions from Twitter, so I think we just got to get right into it. So thank Let's you. do it. Thank you to everyone who has sent in a question to at FOTS pod. We got questions sent in from some of the best folks out there. So let's get right to it. And oh me, oh my, if it isn't <laughs> last week's friend of the show at house underscore feminist sweatpants share herself. It's Morgan and she comes in hot with three oh, questions yeah. right off the top. Number one, what is your favorite thing about the website, twitter.com? Okay, I didn't prepare for these at all, so I'm literally <laughs> just saying the first thing that comes into my head. Scrambling. This is super corny, but um, so I'm going to use like a very specific example. My favorite thing is that you can meet someone like, I don't know, three, two, three years, two years, three years ago, like Morgan, sweatpants share. And like a year or two later, be sleeping in a bed with her, with her baby at a tweet up in Nashville with like all your favorite people and just have the time of your life. Like, that's crazy to me that you can meet someone online like that. And then later, like share a special weekend with them or a long weekend with them and make memories together. I know that's super corny, but it's 
it's true. Like, like is it corny? I don't know. Yeah, I think it it's is. great. I think it's the whole point of the social part of the networking uh, is that, yeah, it is online and it's very remote <laughs> from people, but you can meet up. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, and, meet your online friends so they can call you a pussy bitch to your face like Morgan did to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to see the live face reaction when you do that. Yeah, mine was sobbing, but it's cool. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's so nice when um, online friends meet in real life and it ends up being so good because they have such a you know strong relationship from just texting each other every day, basically, right? Yeah, I got to take care of her adorable baby. He was so cute in person. I mean, he's cute in pictures too, but so cute. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. So that's a very nice thing about the website, twitter.com. Second question from Morgan. If your life was a campy horror film, what would the plot be? Hmm. Okay, again, this is like the first thing that, that came to mind. So I'm a witch in 17 or let's say 1820s colonial North Carolina or let's do Charleston since that's where I am. Um, I'm a witch and like I'm on the fucking run. Like people are after me and that's mm-hmm. basically the whole thing is like. I can picture it now. Yeah. It's like that that damp or was that was like washed <laughs> like bland colorscape and it's all like dark and like foggy and you're running through the forest and you're like hiking up your old timey dress outfit to try and run through the forest. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We have the same artistic vision right now. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Townspeople are uh, somewhere. You, you don't know where they are, but they're definitely after you or some of the they're townspeople. They're definitely carrying like their the torches, you know. Like the old timey torches. Is that is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, torches? yeah, torches. <laughs> okay. Probably some pickaxes. I mean, if it's a classic, if it's a classic right. town mob, right? There's got to be some pickaxes. Right. There's, a, there's a guy not, with a beard for sure. Right. There's there's not like a lot of teeth. Yeah, not a lot of teeth. Like all the people, there's not a lot of teeth there. There's just lots of yelling and like torches and like um, someone's got a hat that a hipster would love. True. Yeah, that's very true. We we're so like seeing eye to eye on this. We <laughs> well, should just go ahead and make uh, it. So it's like an it's like an old timey witch uh, horror thriller. Yeah, really cool. It doesn't sound very campy, but I'm more into this one. <laughs> I mean, we can make it campy though. I guess it's true. Know? Yeah, you can just like have the actors be over the top. Right. We got this. <laughs> All right. Thank I'll, you. I'll have a wart on my nose that falls off. That definitely counts. Yeah, that counts. That's a trope. All right, well, we get now to the final question sent in by Morgan, friend of the show. You got to go listen to her episode. I already talked about it today. We talked, we did the yoga talk. You got to go listen. And the question that she asks thirdly is, are we getting tattoos or what, bitch? First of all, yes. (laughs) Second of all, I've actually thought about this. So this is a tattoo that I wanted just like for myself, I saw there was like a viral tweet with this really hot girl doing some funny video thing. I don't remember what it was, but what caught my eye was that she had a witch's broom, like a, like a classic, like old timey witch's broom actually made of like 
um, like twigs and shit, you know, <laughs> like the kind that they like made themselves, not like the fancy, like straw kind, but like, you know, like twigs and shit tied yeah. around a, a stick. Right. She had that on her chest and I don't know if I'd want it on my chest, but, um, I really think I do want that just because of like, you know, the rich history of, of like witchcraft and, you know, like the campy movie that we're going to make. I mean, yeah, for sure you can get it once production wraps on exactly. <laughs> the movie. But Morgan and I were in a chat for a long time called Witches or Witch Mountain. And I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that should be your tattoo. I, I think that's like a great idea. And I, I think I yeah. talked about it briefly in her episode, how you guys are members of a powerful coven. Um, oh, and- really? Perfect. <laughs> it did come up. So, yeah, that would be nice. That'd be great to get matching tattoos. Everyone in the coven could get them if they so choose. Exactly. Now I really want to do this. I'm going to hold her to it. Yeah. So where are you thinking? If not on your um, collarbone, chest area, what's your other, what's your next uh, prime tattoo spot? Are you thinking? Right on the labia. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, people get the inside of their lips tattooed, right? So... You've never seen that? Oh, wait. You mean like their face lips? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Their yeah, okay. face lips. That's what you normally say. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know because like I don't know if I – I liked the, the hot girl. I liked her placement. But I just don't know if I want one there. So I'll have to get Morgan's opinion and we'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah, plus there's a size issue. You can get it. You know, maybe a little bit smaller and get it bigger. Yeah, who, who knows? Yeah, that's true. We'll have to consult with each other. Or actually, here's <laughs> I feel like this is how we should do this tattoo. Morgan and I won't communicate at all. Ooh. We'll just communicate through you, and you'll be, like, consulting with both of us. So it's kind of like telephone. Ooh, you know, so <laughs> broken witch us, telephone. Right. So, like, if one of us, like, ends up with a tattoo of, like, a cauldron or some shit, and it's, like... Steven, like you misled, you know, like if something goes wrong, it'll be your fault because you're both going to get purple monkey dishwashers. Exactly. <laughs> Classic ref. All right. Well, thank you so much, Morgan. Can't wait to see the, the tats. Can't wait to see that ink. And uh, thank you again for being a great friend of the show and a great question asker. I love her and she's perfect and she makes me hate myself. Beautiful. Like looking at her, you know, you're just like, oh, I suck in comparison. I think I saw you tweeted to her after one of her selfie calls, like, I will never <laughs> put my picture next to yours or something. Yeah, I did yesterday, and I, I stand by that. I mean, yeah, you, you don't have to reply to selfie calls. Why would I? Look at her. <laughs> you guys are both very lovely. All right. We got Thank another you. We got another question here, and it comes to us from... Boo! Friend of the show, Llama in a Tux. It's at Llama in a Tux. And what does he, Kevin ask this time? If you could time travel to any era, what souvenir would you bring home? And how would that alter the space-time continuum? What's like? What's the voice like? What? It's like an old. You? It's like an old timey voice. Okay. Right? Just because he's like talking about time travel. I don't know. Maybe it's right. him from the future, and he's talking about time travel. So that's a really interesting question. So he's not asking me what period. He's just asking about the <clears throat> souvenir. Or I mean, I guess go- we got to know what the era is, so we know what the souvenir is, 
and then we got to know how that alters the space time. So the 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 time is important for how it would alter the space time right. continuum. Moving okay, forward. that's a super fucking hard question. Um, I like I don't have the brain power for this, so I'm just okay. Well, let's just break it down. Let's just break it down. If you could time travel to any era. Okay, so I'm like super obsessed with Outlander, and I had a dream that I was in Outlander the other night. <laughs> For the listeners who don't know what that is, it's like this like historical romance series, um, a book series, but it's also a t- they're making it into a TV show. And the main character, Claire, she's a doctor. She travels back in time to like 1750, some bullshit in the 1700s. Okay. Um, 18th that century. Be, yeah, that would be my thing. I think it's like 1740 or something. Ooh, Yeah. Pretty yeah. far back, but not too far back. That's pretty far back, Stephen. But it's not it too so far back, harder. right? It's not like AD no or something. What happens before then. I mean, like, like, no one even. There's no record of anything before then. All right. Well, I guess you're right. <laughs> I have no way to verify this information right now, so I'm gonna have to just go with it. So uh, I guess we don't have to answer the other parts. But what souvenir would you bring back? I don't know. This is hard as shit. I would say like, oh, oh, you know what? I'm going to make something up right now. So if there was like, like a witch that lived during that time and she had like a, a spell book or like a diary or something, oh, yeah. I'd bring that shit back in a heartbeat. Oh, hells yeah, that would work. And it would yeah. alter the space time continuum because no, it would, because she goes back and she's going to cast this spell on this local uh, peasant boy who's going to end up, uh, taking a sword out of a stone, <laughs> uh, but then he doesn't get the spell. So, do you know history at all? Stephen? No, it's no, I don't. <laughs> uh, it's not even close to being the same. Uh, it's okay, I like I like that answer because I I can't come up with any of my own for that last. I was just one. thinking if the witch was had to cast a spell on some important person of that time, that could affect history, and then all of a sudden, sure. It, they're called the New York Apple Boys instead of the New York Yankees. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It's like A to B. <laughs> it's basically it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's, it's very like this is it's very simple. Basic story break stuff. <laughs> like if you're not as a listener, if you're not following this, then I'm sorry, you're an idiot. This like, is very this is easy A to B level stuff. <laughs> so thank you very much, Kevin, for that <laughs> mind uh, provoking question. And we keep the question train a rolling with oh my gosh, it's the very first friend of the show. At Jess, okay, fine, it's Jess. She's asking okay. questions for Mason. And Jess says, Hello, I would like to find out from Mason the following, please, if you have time. One, guilty pleasure snack? Oh, like, go, sorry, I don't oh, sorry, know. I'm sorry, I'm just going to read them. read all of them. No, I'm just going to read them one, at, one per a time. Okay. So when I first read this today, I was like, I don't know, that's hard because I feel like I'm pretty shameless. I mean, I talk about diarrhea online. Like I talk about like... You talked about diarrhea on your episode. So listeners, go back. Check out that episode. I have a a yeast infection right now. Like I just feel like I'm not, I don't know, like easily like guilted or embarrassed. But but something to just come to mind because I literally just ate it. So I have this problem with popcorn where I can't stop eating it. And, like, I get really sick. Like, I eat so much that I make myself 
physically ill and that I'm like, no joke. I literally have like on my phone, all these Apple notes that are like reminders, like stop eating so much popcorn. Like just stop. Like you're in so much pain. Like I try to leave these notes for my future self. Like stop. Yeah. Geez. Like you got to go put up your picture at the local popcorn huts in the movie theaters or something. Like you go in and you like, don't sell to this woman. Like, isn't that you? Like, yes. (laughs) Exactly. That's it. Like it's it's out of control. It's embarrassing. Okay, so popcorn. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It yeah. sounds like you do feel guilt about it, and it does not seem good. I so do, just because it's such an embarrassing problem to have, like the diarrhea, the yeast infection. That's all natural shit. Like it doesn't bother me. But like that, I lack the self control to stop eating popcorn. That's like a toddler. Yeah, just like the idea of you just being super cool, strolling, and then you walk by like a Colonel's in the mall, and you just like start shaking <laughs> violently. <laughs> That's what happens. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's okay. It's a okay. It's a fine snack. There are worse things. I feel. I feel like some, I don't know. Maybe she was looking for like a weird combination kind of thing, but mm. I don't have those. It's just so popcorn. when you eat your popcorn, is it like straight up regular popcorn? Is it like flavored popcorn? Is it like that Chicago mix where you get the salty and the sweet? Oh my god. Okay, so you're gonna wish you didn't even ask, but <laughs> there's this candy shop like five miles. I mean, it should be illegal if they're, like, only five miles from my house, but it's this, like, fancy candy shop that has a wall of popcorn. No shit, like, 40 different kinds of, like, flavored popcorn. And they have all this candy, like, cardamom candy and, like, Crystal knows because I sent her, can- I sent her like, fancy candy from this place for her birthday last month. But just, just crazy shit, like, crazy, crazy shit you wouldn't think of, like, ginger candy. Um, but their popcorn is like Cap'n Crunch popcorn. Ooh. That's really good. Cookies and cream, um, bourbon, vanilla bourbon, maple. Wow. Um, but my latest, my latest one that I can't stop buying is the hot wings. Hot wings. So. Is it really spicy? It's so spicy that I cry, but I love it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's that is crazy. That is really neat. Flavored popcorn. Go for the spicy one. Sorry that I gave you a 20-minute answer about what kind of popcorn. No, it wasn't. I, I followed up on it, and it was great. And now we get to Jess's next question, which is guilty pleasure song. Yeah, again, I just don't, like, I don't. All right, what's the song you've been listening to the last <laughs> three times in a row? <laughs> Pull a Suge Knight on um, it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's the Suge question. Jeez, I don't. You've been stumped on the music tip. We were just Wait. listening to hip-hop. Didn't that have uh Inspired you? Hold on. I've... Is this helping? <laughs> Not really, just okay. because I've been on more of like a, like, so I asked Twitter, like, what are their favorite female artists? And so I, I got a whole list. And so I've been listening through a lot of those. So you're asking like, not even guilty pleasure, but just like. Well, Jess's question is I've guilty pleasure, to. but. We're just really trying to pull some answer out. <laughs> um. Okay, so this isn't guilty, but I've been <laughs> listening to the fuck out of Lizzo. Hells yeah. Yeah, that's not guilty. That's more no. just like empowering. That's like I've of the moment. <laughs> Everyone's loving Lizzo right now. Yeah, like I'm sorry. I just have been listening to like more podcasts lately, and like Lizzo's the only thing other than podcasts that I've been listening to. So as it should be, right, podcast listeners? After you're done listening to this podcast, you can go listen to Lizzo, but only after. 
<laughs> All right, and we got one final question from Jess. What's the best way to spend an unexpected free day? Is that what Jess sounds like? Eh, it's not great. Not a great Jess impression, but <laughs> it's. I, it was. I tried. I did try. You did your best. Okay, I have a like weirdly specific answer for this. So you you sleep in a little bit, but not too late, and then you get up. You have a cup of coffee in bed like a fresh none of that like bullshit like machine stuff like you like make a nice cup of coffee by hand with like really good beans and you sit in bed with your cat whose name is Minnie and you read for a little bit and then you get up and get dressed and then you go to a coffee shop 30 minutes away because that's where all the good (laughs) coffee shops are and you get another coffee and you read some more or like write and like work on personal projects and then you come home and take a nap and then you wake up and work out and you watch Netflix and you have like a huge, a huge dinner, like so much where you can't even like, you can't walk like nachos, like vegan nachos. <laughs> and then you like, maybe you have a few drinks and then you go to bed early. Oh, that's nice. Got to get to bed early. Oof. Yeah. Self-care, baby. So good. And what, what is the drink at the end of the day? My my answer never changes. Scotch. I wanted to be like more creative, but no, hell, that's what I wanted you to say because uh, I know you're a aficionado. And uh, what's your what's your favorite uh, type? What's your favorite brand? Still Froig. Sorry, that hasn't changed. But Wait, <laughs> we're we'll that last time. Yeah, a little smoky for me, but it's good. That's that's that good shit. It's very good. Well, thank you so much to Jess for those great questions and everyone got to be following her at Jess. Okay, fine. Much love going out to Jess. She is, I believe I'm checking the best. She is. She's also going to get that matching tattoo with us. Oh, part of the coven. Yeah. All right. Oh, the next question comes to us from a bit of a bad boy. I'm talking about at bad boy, Chad Hoy. Bad boy Chad Hoy. And the question from Chad is, Hey Mason, uh, if you had to pick between fighting a bear or a tiger, which one would it be? Also, will you please date me? Do you think that's what Chad Hoy sounds like? Actually, that's not true. I have heard Chad's voice and I know that's not what he said. Damn. I mean, I I knew that. that, I knew that too. Yeah, not not even close. Um, so what a tiger or a, or a bear? Bear or a tiger? If you had to pick between fighting one of them, probably a bear, just because I feel like my only, like the only way that I could defeat a bear would be like speed and agility. Like he, you know, mm. like he's bigger than me, he's yeah. stronger than me, yeah, and like a tiger is also bigger and stronger than me, but they're also very agile and quick and like they're natural claws yeah they got a good reach yeah so there's just no fucking way you know but like a bear like if i just think fast and like am faster than the bear and like outsmart (laughs) the bear i feel like i could yeah yeah just tip over a little honey pot oops tipped over a honey pot maybe you'll want that (laughs) yeah exactly right (laughs) something like that yeah, maybe I'll like bend over when I do it, like do the bend and snap, you know, from legally is that legally blonde? Yeah, do the bend and snap <laughs> next to a honey pot. Yeah. Good work. So a bear. Just bear fighting strategies. It's just that's what we're talking about. All right. And uh the second question. Would I date Chad? Yeah. Obviously, yes. He already knows that. 
He knows it. Chad, you're a lucky man. This is the second <laughs> This is the second proposition that we've gotten on the last uh two episodes. I believe there was a marriage proposal in oh, really? in the questions for Morgan last week. I'm not surprised. Was it me? Was I the one? There was multiple marriage proposals. <laughs> and I, I'm not sure that this is the final proposal uh, in these questions. All right. Let's keep it going. We got more questions. And the next one comes from at Jack William, RTF. And the question is, <clears throat> do you think you could last in a room in total darkness and isolation? <sighs> No phone or lights allowed for one full month. If you got $100,000 at the end, you're provided with whatever food you want, but it comes at random intervals so you don't know how long you've been in there. <laughs> well, I know Jack doesn't sound like that, but that was a really good dramatic reading. Um, so I guess I like cheated because I mentally prepared for this. Okay, good. So Jack sent sent me an article after he sent this question, and it was like a guy who did this. It was a gambler, okay, like a yeah, poker player, yeah, 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 who like made this bet with a fellow poker player. These gamblers and, make these crazy bets. Yeah, like this shit was crazy, and so like before I read the article, my answer was no, and then after I read the article, my answer was. So super no <laughs> yeah like i just know i don't have the mental stamina like i like i'm learning about um sarah castronomical she lent me this book when she was here last week her and her husband came to stay with me she friend of the she show me this book. shout out she is a friend of the show <laughs> it's called bullshit jobs and it's about how these people like well their jobs are bullshit and like they don't like they know they don't contribute anything to society and their jobs are just like, they, they just like don't cause anything to happen in the world. Like it's just frustrating because it just, it just means nothing. They're just neutral people. Yeah. Like they have no effect. Like my job now, I know it has some small effects, but like for these people, it's like mental torture knowing that like it's like it's like babies like, like when pointless. they can knock something over and like they they recognize that they can cause change in the world they smile and laugh like oh it's like it's pleasurable to know that like you have some effect but like these people in these jobs like it's mental torture and so I was just thinking of it's like that times a million because there's no purpose like there's nothing for you to do like you're just like you're going to atrophy mentally. Yeah, so. I guess it's a crazy thing. And it's probably, it's like not been studied too much, but we know from what we do know that uh, I, darkness and isolation really screw up your brain. Yeah, like if it has that that much of an effect on you to be in a, a bullshit job that is like no stimulation, imagine that, but in like a dark room. Yeah, it's like the to the extreme anything yeah that's like it's got to be so much worse like i can't even imagine and i'm sure the reason they haven't studied it is because it's like unethical to like put someone through yeah. that kind of torture that's exactly it yeah we just like can't really justify studying it but from what we do know from history like the times where we're just like yeah but this is prison so uh like we know that it's very bad <laughs> very bad yeah like that article i think it said that the un classifies more than 15 days of solitary confinement as torture oh yeah I was, so when yeah, i read I, that i was like nope 
I don't think so. Yeah, that's double torture or 15 full days of torture, right? Yeah. I After just, the first 15 breezy days. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not strong enough to like portion out my popcorn. Like I know <laughs> I'm not strong enough to withstand that. Yeah, I mean just that is for sure enough. But then this added thing of the random food, like that's like an extra next level <laughs> mind yeah. screw I mean, in, job. In some ways it's not as bad as solitary confinement because they say like in solitary confinement, you usually don't know how long you're going to be there. And that's what drives people crazy. Right. But like knowing that you're going to be there for 30 days, like a set amount of time is not as bad, but True. I would still say that that's like pretty awful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's like it's, there is an end to it, right? So I guess if you did have very strong mental fortitude, that would be something to hold on to. Yeah, but that guy did get out. He he cut a deal and got out early. So Did he get any money? He did. I think he got like 70000 something for coming out like at, I think like day 20 or something like that. Damn, 20 days. Yeah. Wow. Well... Great answer. So, no, the answer is. That was so, a very long answer. Thank you, Jack William RTF, for that question. Thanks, Jack. And the next question comes to us from the aforementioned Crystal at Crystal Shug. Anything to say about her? I love her. I can't wait to kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> well, that will work uh, in her favor as she asks this question. Will you marry me? Be honest. Oh my God. Yes. Obviously. It's a yes. This is the first podcast proposal. (laughs) (laughs) This has worked. She'll just have to wait several weeks to hear your answer. It's going to put a damper on the proceedings, but that's very exciting. And I'm so happy for both of you. Yeah. Crystal's great. Everyone should be following at Crystal Shug. Very hilarious tweets and uh, friends with Mason and. Great gives great advice on how to live your life in the mornings. She she's such a sage. I can't wait to be her wife. That'll be lovely. You guys will both get up so early, <laughs> just drinking that fresh coffee, doing bed stretches together. Oh, bed stretches! What does that even mean? It's just like stretching in bed. Yeah, it's just like stretching before you get out of bed. Just like laying there. Mm. Yeah, it's relaxing as hell. All right. Well, thank you so much for the question, Crystal, and congratulations on your pending nuptials. Yay. And of the course, the next question comes to us from Joel Crass at Joel Crass. And Joel says, uh, my question for Mason. Uh, hi, Mason. Well, would it be okay if I replied to some of your tweets sometime? Please let me know. I don't want you to be mad at me. Uh, um, he does that all the time already. Classic <laughs> Joel Crass. He is a reply <laughs> gentleman. Yeah, that's a good term for it. Yeah, it's funny that he's asking because he does that all the time already, which is good. It's good to have. It's good to have fans. Yeah, you gotta get some engagement up, right? Get the numbers of engagement up, and people loving what you do. Like all the listeners who are listening right now, they're tuning in to hear you. That's very exciting. Oh, man, don't they have anything better to do? Yeah, listeners don't. No, keep listening. <laughs> you don't have anything better to do. You're you're probably doing something else at the same time, so that's why it's so good. Right? 
Yeah, that's that's good. Hopefully, it's worth your while. Yeah, you're probably Joel, whoever else is listening. Yeah, you're probably multitasking. You might be on an evening walk. You might be oh. um, commuting to work or driving. Yeah, yeah you driving. might be working out. You might be I don't Doing know. Food prep. You might be doing food prep for the week. Very good. This might be part of your morning uh, chill ritual. You might be having a coffee right yeah. now. You might be doing best stretches. <laughs> Send us a tweet at FOTS pod and let us know what you're doing right now. What are you doing? Like, what, what's going on with you? Guys, we need to know. All right, well, let's get to the next question. And it comes from Adam at Adam Browd. You know Adam, right? Yes, I know Adam. He's great. He's out there in Utah. He's killing it. He's just killing he's, it out there in Utah. He's living he's got life. Really cute little... Cute little fam. Um, All right. Let's get to the questions. The questions posed to you by Adam. With the snap of a finger, you can bring down any major corporation. Which do you choose? I would do Amazon. And I'm like, I have a lot of cognitive dissonance about this because I still use Amazon. I know like a lot of people have, like Maddie, she's canceled her Amazon. And I should do that, but I'm not gonna. Like, I'm not ready uh, I'm trying to use it less. Okay, yeah, baby steps. Yeah, you, you but recognize like it that it's gone, generally harmful. Yeah, it, it like so. I found that account that's all about like Jeff Bezos could end world hunger and still be the richest man in the world. Like I found that Twitter account, mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind. And I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is awful." And then I like immediately like refilled one of my like pill orders on Amazon. I felt bad about it. And now he could end world hunger even sooner. Because he has my money. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not. But if I could just like snap my fingers and make it go away, then I wouldn't have to deal with the pain of like adjusting to it. I mean, I guess I would be forced to, but like I wouldn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I think it's a great choice. Snap away, Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next question from Adam is. What is your ideal breakfast? I know Adam doesn't sound like that, but um, so the breakfast that I've been having for the past three days, it changes a lot. It's like smoothies or just like nothing. But but for the past three days, I've been eating um, a pant leg recipe, Erin. Oh, yes. What is her handle now? Is it at pant underscore leg? Pant underscore leg, I believe. Yeah, we have like we have a vegan chat now and she said that she has avocado and tomato and capers on toast and I was like shit that sounds good and like simple and cheap and so that's what I've been having all week and it's good. And that's good? Yeah, it's good as hell. Like I know it sounds really simple, but it's it's really good. You don't put anything else on it? I mean, I put like salt and pepper or some sort of, yeah, like I put, um, so it's this really good, like 21 grain and seed bread. And then I use, um, earth balance butter, like vegan butter. And then yeah, salt and pepper. That works, right? That's sort of like avocado toast or like a version of it. Yeah. Like a, you know, beefed up for Well, I wouldn't say beefed, I guess. Cause you know, vegan, but hell that's millennials. Hell. <laughs> so vegan lifestyle. How's that going? Pretty good. It's good. It's it's harder here than, you know, like San Diego when I first got into it. The only thing I don't have down yet is like social situations. Yeah, that's the always the trickiest part. Yeah, but I think that'll be easier 
once I'm on the West Coast. So I'm just like right now I'm just kind of doing my best, which is like 95% yeah. vegan. And then like today, so like my boss, his birthday was last weekend. So I bought a cake and I ate, I ate some of the cake for his birthday. So it's just stuff like that. You yeah, know, like it's not no. often. But. And uh, yeah, I think I've heard people talk about it and they say like it's, they say fleegan, right? Because you're a little bit flexible. But you're yeah. most, you're mostly vegan. But if if you're talking about like in the strict sense, like no, you you had a bite of cake or you someone. Right. He said like if a child hands you a cookie, like you're not gonna like throw it away, right? right? So yeah, yeah. All right, thank you, Adam. And a couple more questions from Adam. And the next one is, what's the best book you've read recently? Oh God, I've you read, read so much. You do read, right? I read a lot. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. I definitely know how to read. If that's the question. No, I know because because you do read a lot as well as sort of sort of a poke in the fun. <laughs> Good one, Stephen. <laughs> Can I like pull up my Audible app because I don't even like remember what I've. Did he say recently? Recently, what pops in your mind? Okay. Okay. All right. I have an answer. Um. So it's this book that I've been wanting to read for like years. I finally, so I got kind of like propositioned for, for an affair at work and I was like, no, I'm good. But it kind of like re-inspired me to read this book called The State of Affairs by Esther Perel. I guess she has a podcast. I haven't listened to it, but, um, the book is so good because I used to be like, when I was a lot younger, like high school age, I used to be like people who cheat are bad. Like it's just black and white. Mm -hmm. Like that's just bad. And like, if ever, if anyone ever cheated on me, that's just it. Like I would leave them. Um, but this book, like it just gives you so much more perspective. Like I've changed my mind since then. Like I know that it's not so like, I think that's a little naive. Like I think it's, it's not so black and white, but this book like articulated that for me, like why, why I feel differently and like why it's, it's not black and white and it humanizes the people who, who cheat and explores the perspectives of people who've been cheated on. And it's just like, it's just amazing. Like she's just so emotionally intelligent that I was just listening to it thinking like, not just like for cheating, but just for like life in general, I want to be as like as empathetic and as emotionally intelligent as she is. It was just inspiring. Mm, yeah, that is a good goal because I think every single person can do to be more emotionally intelligent. And like those type of people who are have high emotional intelligence are sort of few and far between, uh, in my experience. Yeah, it's, I mean, she asked like, why, like, why did why did he cheat, or like, what's the root of the problem? You know, because a lot of times it is like the manifestation of a problem that was already there, mm-hmm. but it was just just like pure brilliance. I think it was like a 12 hour listen, um, but it was just like nonstop brilliance. I totally recommend it. There's your recommend. All right. And the final question coming from at Adam Browd is how long do you wish your arms were? Okay. I read this like an hour ago while I was peeing and I was like, what the fuck Adam? Like, (laughs) What are you talking about? It's a um, pretty straightforward question, Mason. <laughs> okay, um, how how long they are now? Like, I don't. Hey, that's a great answer. I mean, different? nothing wrong with that like, answer. Any longer would look weird. Any yeah. shorter, 
You wouldn't be able to reach stuff as well. I mean, there is, yeah, I think that's a great what's answer. The, like, what's the story? Like, does Adam have, like, a weird thing with his arms? I does bet one arm is secretly... <laughs> longer than the other, shorter than the <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, like, it sounds like he's projecting his own problems on Don't you wish both your arms were the same length? <laughs> but thank you for those great questions, Adam. Everyone got to go check him out for hilarious tweets and clips of hilarious stand-up. He's doing it. All yeah, right. he's killing it. Killing it out there. All right. Next question comes to us from Infinity Plus One. It's at Stuck in a Portal. Roman. We're talking about Roman and the questions posed by Roman. Okay. Got to read this. Very much interested in getting three book recommendations from Maze based on this criteria. One, we live in a world where tears are currency. Two, it makes you feel like the apes from 2001 A Space Odyssey after they've discovered the black monolith. And three, read to you by Fife Dog. R.I.P. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck Roman is talking about with those first <laughs> two. Like, I don't, like, we're, you're going to like, break this down for me because I don't. Um... Like, he wants book recommendations separately for each of those three oh, okay prompts. yes yes is that, what that is, is i think that is true okay so there's three criteria so okay. three book recommendations one for each criteria so one where we live in a world where tears are currency so like a very sad book i think or one that made you cry a because then you'd be book? rich rich with tears a book that made you what's mm-hmm. a, the book that made you cry the most okay like off the top of my head milkweed by jerry spinelli like my favorite childhood book but it's about the holocaust i know that's like a little it's a little cliche but like what's special about this book is that it's a children's book so it's like these it's centered around these two children in the holocaust and like what it was like for them and if you don't know jerry spinelli he's a children's author and he's really good at writing in first person from a a child's perspective Mm. And it makes it, like, super sad, like, just so much sadder, like, reading it through, like, Just, like, you know, how simple and, like... An eight-year-old's eyes, yeah. yeah. Damn. Okay, well, great recommendation for number one. Now, number two makes you feel like the apes from 2001 A Space Odyssey after they've discovered the black monolith. Okay, we all I haven't remember seen that. that. So what is that emotion they're, I'm capturing? So, like, yeah, they're, um, they go all crazy. So they start smashing bones together. So there's, like, a bunch of skeletons around. Am I mad? Yeah, like, yeah. I guess, like, crazed or insane. Okay. A perfect answer, actually. That book that I mentioned earlier that Sarah just lent me, Bullshit Jobs, it makes me so mad. Like, I want to start a revolution. Like, it just makes you... It just makes you want universal base income so badly. Like <laughs> right. it's, it's angering to read. Yeah. Okay. And well, it's that's really a, good. Yeah, that's so. a great answer. All right. And then number three one, read to you by Fife Dog, R.I.P. Hmm. Maybe one of those books that was on your list? Yeah. Me, I mean, maybe. It's hard to say because I haven't read those yet. But I think hmm. what would be interesting is that if he would like reread to me a book I just read, so the rap year book, but like add his perspective. He just seems like a really like, you know, he was like super smart and super wise and like was so like 
deeply ingrained in hip hop history. I would love to like go back through that book and like get his commentary on each of the chapters. So like each chapter was the best song in hip hop history from I think like what, 1989 to like 2014 or something. But to like get his take on each like the best song for each year to get his take on that that would yeah. be super cool that'd be cool as hell it'd be like extra footnotes yeah it'd be sweet well great answers and thank you roman uh everyone gotta go check him out for very smart and cool tweets at stuck in a portal thanks roman thanks roman all right next question comes to us from kevin that's just kevin it's at kevaclism on twitter local gentlemen and Kevin asks, do you think, for your height, you can jump high, or are you a regular jumper? This is a great question. Um, I would say that I am just terrible at any physical activity, especially because, so like today I saw, am I getting super long answers for everything? I feel like I'm just going off on tangents. That's what we do. Should I just say no and move on? <laughs> <laughs> Shut him down. No, I want to hear the answer. Okay, so today I saw on the dad's Instagram account. So like a lot of us, I'm sure you know a lot of us write for the dad. So I saw on the dad's Instagram today about this kid who didn't have any arms. They were like gassed him up to jump oh, yeah. onto this box. Box and jump. It's a CrossFit thing. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? I can't even do that. And, like, you know, I, I don't have a disability or anything. Like, I have my arms. I still just couldn't. Yeah, so n- the answer is, like, probably embarrassingly low jump for my Sub-regular height. jumper. Yeah, like embarrassing Whatever enough. is below regular. Yeah, thanks, Kevin, for ruining my self-esteem. <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. All right. Thank you, Kevin, Bless for the you, great Kevin. question also. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. And the next question comes to us from, oh, my goodness, friend of the show, Space Girl Incognito at I Am Space Girl. She's back at I Am Space Girl. She made it all the way through the Twitter wilderness and back to her original handle. I'm talking about Sky. I'm talking about one of the best. You got to go listen to her episode. All right. The questions posed by Sky. Scenario. Mini can talk. Questions. Already loving it. Can she only talk to you or can she talk to everyone? And what is her presidential platform? So based on the story I told earlier about how she smelled like strangers and I was like, are you having an affair? And I got like really jealous. I'm going to say that she can only talk to me, even though that's super controlling. And um, you just learned about how affairs <laughs> are exactly, not like a gray like I area. I should be more open-minded, <laughs> yeah. but I was still like, oh, you're seeing someone else? Like, She's like, it I was smelled. only one pet. Yeah, no, I actually found out that she slept with him. So. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, okay. she slept on their backs, and I was like, oh, I thought that was just me that you did that too, but Oof. okay, I guess. Stark betrayal. Yeah. Okay, so she can only talk to you. It's me. I'm a controlling, I'm like a manipulative boyfriend. Her platform, her presidential platform would be when I, this is a big issue for us, in the morning, when I have to get up and she's on my lap, I have to get up to go have diarrhea. Her platform would probably be like, no, you can't get up. Like, I'm comfortable. You just have to, like, shit your pants. <laughs> so she's running on a no Mason getting up. 
Yeah, stay platform. where you are. That's her slogan. That's like her <laughs> chant. Yeah. Sit still. <laughs> Don't get up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit your pants. <laughs> Feed me now. Any of these three thing, three word slogans work. Um, Steven, speaking of shitting your pants, I'm about to pee myself. Can I have like a 10 second break? We're so close to the end, but of course you may. I'm not going to hold sorry. you. I'm not going to hold you. Pee myself. Yes, please. Like 20 seconds. Now, while she's gone, I can talk about whatever I want. Oh, what? Imagine if I just dropped a wild freestyle. Imagine if I dropped a insane freestyle right now. And she comes back and I'm doing some sort of insane freestyle. What if I just dropped some serious freestyle on them? Yeah. Amazing. Go and pee. Podcast. She's back. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Holy shit. I feel like I just <laughs> peed like a gallon of water. Gallon of water. Are you able to edit that out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to edit out. I was going to do a, a wicked freestyle, but you came back right as I was about to hit 16 hot bars. So oh, no. the world will never be able never hear my freestyle. But I want to hear it. Sorry, you made it back too quick. You peed just as quickly as you promised, and <laughs> thank you for that. So, Sorry that I peed, but I'm like, my shit is a mess right now. Like, <laughs> downstairs, like, I'm having some mad lady issues. So Hey, it's okay. It happens Thanks to us all. Thanks for your patience. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. I'll probably edit some of it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, and we've reached the final question, I believe, from friend of the show, Todd Poppy Carlos at The Todd Williams one of the greats, and he's he's going to ask his signature question, but he says, uh, uh, I told him that his signature question was a little bit too tough because it stumped the last two guests, but I think you can handle it. So uh, his question is, if you were a new member of KISS, what would be your character slash makeup deal? Oh, yeah. I remember reading this today and being like, what the fuck? I, <laughs> Todd, I also, I, are you listening? Like, <laughs> Todd, are you listening? <laughs> I also, so I had a busy day at work, but I remember being like, I'm going to add to my to-do list, look up what the fuck is the deal with Kiss. Because I don't, like, I don't know anything about Kiss. All I know the, is, yeah. like, the tongue. Like, there's just a tongue out. The like, tongue, that, yeah, that's a big part of it. So, yeah, there's the makeup part. There's the outlandish costumes and like platform heeled shoes and stuff like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And then the so, the makeup, of course, right? With each character. Uh, are there characters? Yeah. So they're each have... each guy is like a character. What are the characters? Oh my gosh! We looked this up before. Uh, one of them is Star Child. Fuck you, Todd. No, <laughs> Star Child. Uh, is uh, what are the kiss characters? Okay, here we what go. What does that mean? Gene Simmons is the demon. He is the leader, and his makeup is like a blazed black 
like pattern. The star child is Paul Stanley, and he's got a star over his eye. Simple. Is that it? That's, that's it. That's not a personality. That's just a decoration. Exactly. And the spaceman is Ace Freely, and he has got sort of similar to Gene Simmons, like a blaze, but it's uh, silver paint instead of black. And then the cat man is Peter Chris, and it's straight up like <laughs> triangle Please. nose, kitty whiskers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And looks like there's well, other looks like there's other guys, maybe like fill-ins and substitutes. Uh, there's a guy who was a fox. There's a guy who was an Ankh really? warrior. Yeah. How about oh, that? Shit. Good to know. That's, I didn't know that. That's like the Blue Man Group, where there's like a million different yeah, guys. Yeah, that is exactly the same. Thing. Yeah. And they all they also bang on PVC pipes. Yeah, I see. Have you seen them live? That's some crazy shit. No, That's I. Tricky. It would be good. Yeah, I hear it's a popular show. I mean, you can't run this long without being something. Yeah, don't do shrooms before that shit. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's a good tip. <laughs> You're welcome. So, have you figured out what your character or makeup deal would be? Well, that one guy stole my shit because, you know, everything cat right. is like my personality. But, um, so, I, it's like... You could just be know, a better cat. Gimmick? A what cat? A, like a better cat? Like just your cat a makeup is like <laughs> look more realistic or something? Um, how about b- bisexual cat? Can I be like, or like, no, androgynous cat. Can I be androgynous cat? Yeah, I think that sounds like a good character and slash makeup deal. Yeah, fuck you, Todd. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Thanks for the very challenging question. <laughs> It's a Todd signature question that hopefully he changes. <laughs> All right. Next question from Todd. And the penultimate question of the podcast this evening is, how can you be so cool? Oh, gosh, me. I'm doing that like thing where I look behind me like me. You can't possibly <laughs> be talking to me. <laughs> um, is that a real question? Because my answer is like, no, like I'm not like, no. All right. Well, I think you're cool. Um, I think you. maybe it's your laissez-faire attitude. Maybe that like not caring kind is of thing. Is that what I have? How so? How is it possible? That's not Let really me ask you laissez-faire. That I have that, and I also have just a just crushing anxiety. It's like you know, can you have two at once? Who's yeah, I guess it's sort of like a weird dichotomy. Mm. That's true. Yeah, I can get down with that. Yeah, cool as hell. So. I don't know. You have any other tips? But also anxious. Right. Maybe having a little anxiety makes you cool. I don't don't know about that, but if anyone who's listening is feeling anxious, I think you're cool. You too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that brings us to the very final question. Again, thank you to everyone who is sending a question to at FOTS Pod. It really makes the whole show very much fun. And the question asked by Todd to finish the podcast is best sandwich <laughs> is that the whole question yeah the way you said that was great best sandwich um does that count like burgers and stuff or does Absolutely. it have yeah. to be like and hot dogs <laughs> well oh here we go we struck a noive <laughs> um okay so, first thing that comes to mind, this is a throwback for for you dedicated listeners who've made it this far. Earlier, I mentioned plant power in mm. San Diego, mm-hmm. the fast food 
the vegan fast food restaurant. Their burgers just, oh my God, they just make me want to die in a good way. Mm. Like like when I have one again, because Plant Power, they're only in San Diego. So the next time I have one, I'm going to openly weep. <laughs> You're going to level up in your veganism. It's going to be a huge moment. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna publicly cry. I don't I don't give a shit. So it's how do you bad. um how do you prepare it? What do you take on your plant based protein sandwich? Honestly, I've never had time to tell to like know what's oh, on it. Oh, just like as I it's as it comes, it. right? I you mean, just... it's like it's like you know, like Five Guys but vegan. Like it's it's fucking good. It's I don't right. even know what kind you just order of- a number one and you're like, that's good. Yeah. Like, so I was, so when I was there, I was hosted by two vegans, my friends, and they just like, they just ordered for me. Oh, that's the best when you have a le- yeah. <laughs> someone to guide you. Yeah. Like I had that hookup. So I was basically like closing my eyes and eating whatever the fuck and it all, it was good. Mm, that is good. That's the best way to get introduced to a new like diet or lifestyle when people can really like hold your hand through yeah. the tough adoption I, stage. So you're like, oh, no, it is good. It's just like yeah. more challenging to find to and tougher to source and whatever other challenges you have. But it's worth it. Yeah. So if you're ever in San Diego, go to Plant Power. But call me first because I'll meet you there because I'm going to eat that shit three times a day when I live there. Num, num, num. Shout out to Plant Power. <laughs> and shout out to you for being on the show. Thank you. We did it. Oh, um, so can I ask you a question or is that not allowed? I'm checking with my producer. Oh, he says we don't have, uh, we don't have that much time. No, yes, you can. Oh, geez. Tough crowd. Okay. Um. <laughs> Cause I, cause I feel like no one's ever asked you a question and I want, I have like so many, but I'll just pick one. Um, what's your favorite part about doing this show? I think it's doing it. Like this part is the most fun part. When it's over? No. Uh, <laughs> getting to talk to your dumbass anymore. Getting to talk to people is the, oh. is the fun part. Like I've sort of, you know, you know, people online, but like, as you know, until you meet them or sort of talk to them. You you know you, you're sort of just like online friends, but when you meet them and talk to them, they become more real friends. We're podcast friends. Yeah, we're, we're podcast friends. friends. That's what I that's what I'm saying. So okay, we're good podcast friends, and yeah, that's that's probably my favorite part: uh, getting to to chat with the people, have a few laughs, and then uh, yeah, the listeners hopefully they enjoy it as well, and that's an added benefit. That's that's great. So one last question. I'm your I'm like your favorite guest, yes or no? Favorite? You're definitely in the top, right? Like you're in the top echelon. I oh, I have to put bullshit. it in echelon. It's not like a numbered list. It's more like, you know, when you're valuating like fantasy players, you put them into different value tiers. So you're in like the uh yeah, you're in a the premium echelon. He just doesn't want to say listener. <laughs> Isn't that very yeah. diplomatic of me, listeners? <laughs> I don't want to insult any other friend. friends of the show, but obviously Mason is one of the favorites. He's been on the most times, tied for the most times. Oh, that's wait. So who is Jess? The uh, other no, Shug. Person? Oh yeah, Jess. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, Jess has done it twice. So I guess um, 
Well, I this is my third time. Okay, so, so you are officially it, yeah, you're officially the number one guest who's been, appeared the most times uh, on the show. So there you Wait, go. Hold you're on. technically There's the top guest. Other people who no. who've been that's it because um, Suge Allison has been on twice as well. But mm-hmm. I thought for a second that it was three times, but it was only twice, and you were on three times, so you're the winner. So. Suck on that, Shug. So there you go, the ultimate friend of the show in terms of appearances. Yeah, fuck all y'all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I hope that makes you feel good about uh, your your podcast status. Wow, that's great, though. Really, like, I'm so stoked. No one's listened to me talk as much as you have. That's what, <laughs> and what an accomplishment for you. Uh, I think so that's happy. true. Well, I just remember, like, the first time um, after we, we spoke, it was so, like, you know, it's easy to talk to you. And I found it, like, really fun. Uh, and then also I got really great feedback uh, from that episode. So I was like... What? Mm, from who? Like from, was it my mom? Did she call you? It was like, thanks for interviewing my loser daughter. No, it was a couple people. I think even uh, my beautiful wife said that she really liked listening to your episode. So shout out Aww. to Kat. Oh, thanks, Kat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal your girl. <laughs> yeah, please do. I'm coming after Kat. Come after her. I think she's a fan. So, well, is that it? All the questions done? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes. It's okay. I know you got a hard out, and I think we made it right under the wire. Three minutes to spare. Ooh, thanks, right? Steven. Right before bedtime, we can both get to bed early. Hell yeah, self-care, baby. Self-care. So everyone listening, get to bed early tonight. and I Go will... the fuck to bed. <laughs> and I, now I will play the podcast theme as we say our goodbyes. So thanks again, Mason. You're the best. Uh, number one podcast guest for a reason, right? Hell yeah, I'll be waiting for my medal in the mail. Yep, definitely in that top echelon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Stephen. Bye. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Mason. You'd be smart to follow at Mason Decree on Twitter for funny stuff and more. Now, for more friends of the show, visit www.stephenwskinner.com for all the old episodes or find it on Apple Podcasts on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please, I beseech you, leave a rating and review. Follow at FOTSPod on Twitter and get notified about the latest episodes, new posts, and when to send questions to hear read on the show. Now please follow at SkinnerSteven on Twitter. If you aren't, if you aren't, why aren't you? Thanks to Ruby Coast for the music, thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme, and thank you very much for listening I am Stephen W. Skinner advising you to have a great one. <laughs> <laughs>